letting you know what's going on without going on and on and on. Welcome to a fast-paced way to get caught up on all the day's biggest local stories from News Talk 830-WCCO. This is the All Local. With Thursday's WCCO All Local, I'm Lindsay Peterson. Today's stories include Minneapolis's plans for rideshare drivers, a big increase in speeding tickets in July, and could we see an uptick in COVID cases as we get towards the fall? But we begin today with Susie Jones continuing her reports on a program in Hennepin County that's designed to help victims of domestic violence and sex trafficking. When a victim finds the courage to reach out for help, it can be very emotional and scary. They can be really upset. They could be screaming. They could be crying. Deanna Smith is director of the Domestic Abuse Service Center for the Hennepin County Attorney's Office, which is part of the county's Safe Spaces program. When a victim calls for help and talks to a security person, they are then taken to her office, where employees are trained to remain calm and be of service in the knowledge that it takes an average of an individual from seven to eight times to leave their abuser. They have people there who speak different languages, making the person more comfortable and hopefully more confident to get out of their situations. People are capable and they can do it and we're here to assist them in doing so. Susie Jones, News Talk 830-WCCO. Firefighters in St. Paul are investigating two commercial building fires across the street from each other on the city's east side on Wednesday. Both were in the area of Arcade Street and Jenks Avenue. The first was reported Wednesday morning at 52 Market and Trading. The second, Wednesday afternoon at East Side Checkerboard Pizza. St. Paul Fire Department spokesman Ray Macasso says it's unclear if those fires are related. The businesses were not occupied and there were no injuries. Laura Oaks, News Talk. Talk 830 WCCO. Minneapolis City Council members could vote as soon as next week on an ordinance establishing a minimum wage for Uber and Lyft drivers in the city. That proposal comes just months after Governor Tim Walz used his first ever veto on a bill passed by state lawmakers that would have provided more protections for rideshare drivers, including better wages. Both Uber and Lyft threatened to halt operations outside of the Twin Cities over the plan. Minneapolis Mayor Jacob Fry says he supports drivers getting paid more, but hasn't thrown his support entirely behind the council's ordinance. A committee established by Walls is considering new driver protections that could land in new legislation next year. Mark Fry, News Talk 830 WCCO. According to a new study from the University of Minnesota, police departments nationwide have deprioritized policing underage drinking. Research contributor Tobin Nelson says a lack of resources and staffing play a role in these findings. Nationally, enforcement of underage consumption of alcohol drops significantly, and Nelson says current strategies could put the public at risk. Things like education or intervening with people who are about to get in the car, those things are important, but by themselves, they are not sufficient to really drive down rates of problems. Researchers believe that these results indicate the need for improvement in alcohol enforcement overall. Taylor Rivera, News Talk 830 WCCO. I'm Laura Oaks. If you got a speeding ticket last month, you weren't alone. More than 20,000 of them were issued statewide between July 1st and 31st. St. Paul Police issued the most in the metro at 770, while the State Patrol Office out of St. Cloud issued more than 1,700 speeding tickets. 47 agencies reported speeds of 100 miles per hour or more. I'm Steve Simpson. A guilty plea yesterday in Hennepin County Court by a 24-year-old woman accused of helping two men escape after a shooting last year at Mall of America. Selena Raghubir was charged with aiding an offender 
After the shooting inside the Nike store, prosecutors say Ragubir's cousin, who worked at a nearby hotel, picked up the suspects after the shooting in a shuttle bus. He was also charged but died of a drug overdose earlier this year. Shamar Lark and Rashad May were eventually captured in Chicago. Lark serving time in prison, May in the county workhouse. Ragubir will be sentenced in October. We haven't had to talk much about COVID this summer, but that could be changing. Here's WCCO's Laura Oaks. That cough or sore throat you've been dealing with the past couple of weeks very well could be a bout of COVID. Dr. Mark Sanis at Health Partners telling Vanita Sakar on the morning news today they've seen an uptick in cases walking into urgent cares. We've been dealing with Omicron, as you know, for some time now, and it's like it changes and mutates over time. In Minnesota, we have been seeing this XBB variant for some time, and that's what our wastewater data would suggest uh, is still the, the most prominent circulating virus in the Twin Cities. Santa says boosters remain a vital component to staying healthy, especially as COVID cases are expected to spike heading into the colder winter months. Laura Oaks, News Talk 830 WCCO. Finally today, Target is giving customers the ability to add Starbucks to your drive-up order. The Minneapolis-based company announcing that all 1,700 locations that have a Starbucks will provide an option to buy a drink or food and have it delivered to your vehicle along with the rest of your purchase. The transaction will all take place on the app. After you indicate that you're either on your way or have arrived at the store to pick up your items, it'll give you the option to add Starbucks to your order. The company says the service will be in place nationwide by October. Mark Fry, News Talk 830 WCCO. Thanks for listening to WCCO's All Local. You can find each day's All Local and all of our podcasts at WCCORadio.com or by downloading the Odyssey app. I'm Lindsay Peters in News Talk 830 WCCO.